0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.
3: You are listening to the
4: Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. Thank you for your service. We say it. Do we mean it? We should mean it. And if you see somebody in uniform, say thank you for your service. Shake their hand. Hug them. Do more than just say thank you for your service. Um, It's a Meet Friday. We have uh, white chicken chili, white bean chicken chili, and brats today. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. No, nobody. Um, Tyler is uh, standing by. He's not only cooking today, but he's also standing by to take your – sitting by to take your phone calls. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. I told you Monday would be a big day. Calendars go on sale. DanPatrick.com, and our next batch of Tailgate Moonshine. Now, our first run, the inaugural batch, sold out fast in about an hour and 15 minutes. A special holiday gift set available, and uh, that'll be with the bottle of Tailgate Moonshine, a signed calendar in there, got a tumbler in there, limited quantities. Monday morning, DanPatrick.com. Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Rich Eisen will join us from Germany coming up in an hour from now. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk will sort of sort through what's going on with the Washington Commanders here. And our good buddy, Will Farrell will stop by a little bit later on. Play of the Day poll questions, Stat of the Day, all of that forthcoming. And this program brought to you by, since it is a Meet Friday, Traeger. Set it and forget it. Convenience means you can actually watch the game, not the grill. Check it out. Traeger.com slash DPShow to start saving. And remember, use the promo code DPShow to get free shipping. This is among all the great things that Traeger offers. Tyler is sitting over in the uh, mini control room. He can monitor what's going on in the Traeger grills on the uh, Traeger app on his smartphone. All right, Seton, poll question today, and then we'll dive into all of the topics there.
5: What if I told you Ooh. in August? Mm. I won't do it the whole time in that voice. Okay. Uh, what if we did one of those what if I told you's? You know how we love to do that. Uh, in August, the Packers would be well under five hundred. Mm-hmm. The Raiders would be well under five hundred. The Eagles would be undefeated. What? Mm-hmm. Jeff Saturday would be the Colts head coach. The Vikings would be 7-1. Jets and Giants would be in the playoff picture. Others, neither, neither. I wouldn't put the Raiders in just what?
4: because, no.
5: What? In August? It, it, no,
4: in oh yeah. Just because ESPN spent a week on them doesn't mean that, uh, you know, everybody else thought the they Raiders. They did
5: like a preseason last dance on the Raiders <laughs> run much. to destiny. Yeah, pretty
4: much. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but that, if you said the Raiders are <laughs> going to be underachievers um, or the Packers are going to lose five in a row. Nobody's going to be surprised the Raiders are underachieving, but five in a row for the Packers, including losing to the Jets and Giants? That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Uh, Panthers handled the Falcons last night. You know, the Falcons can still win this, this division, which it sounds crazy, but I do think Tampa Bay was the big winner last night because Atlanta losing and Tampa can limp in there with nine wins. Yeah, you, know, you got this game now in you know against Seattle in Germany, but uh, the four and five Buccaneers, the four and five Falcons, and if you're the Panthers, if you're a Panther fan, you're like, oh no, why did we win that game? Well, you got your third string quarterback. You got if you would have said a couple of years ago, hey, by the way, here's a snapshot: Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield are going to be on the sidelines watching another quarterback play in a rainstorm on a sub-500 team taking notes. And the quarterback they would be watching is a guy who played in the USFL. Yeah, that's where we are right now with the Carolina Panthers. But they handled the Falcons last night. Uh, Got college football this weekend. We'll talk about that. You got Seahawks and the Buccaneers in Germany among the uh, matchups. I'm looking forward to the Niners and the Chargers because that one, that's where the Niners need to show that they can be the best team in the NFC. You know, Chargers are injured. You're at home. You've got Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Jimmy G. All he does is win. You've got some playmakers on defense. You should win that game. You're favored by seven, but you should win that game. Yeah, Paulie.
6: The Carolina Panthers, by winning that game, uh, a month ago they had the number one pick of the draft. They, they could hold serve, basically, if they tanked out. Now they have the fifth pick in the draft. And with teams above them needing quarterbacks, they could be at the third quarterback available or fourth Mm -hmm. if it doesn't go well for them.
4: Uh, Deonta uh, Foreman's uh, rush for 130 yards and a touchdown. Now, the 31 carries. I was curious, when's the last time a running back had 30 carries? Foreman's 31 carries the most by a Panther since 2004. We need to find out when's the last time we had an NFL running back carry more than 30 times. Foreman has rushed for 389 yards. Only Derrick Henry has more yards over that span. This is why running backs are, inter, you know, you, you can ex, uh, exchange them. Interchangeable. Like, ah, come on in. Let me see what you got. Yeah. You don't want to pay that money. And there's certain guys, Derrick Henry you have to because he's the face of the franchise. But who else? Is Christian McCaffrey, you know, that, is he going to have another contract after this one in San Francisco? Probably not. Yes, yes, Mark.
7: I think Derrick Henry's got to be the answer. They run him like it's 1985. All
4: right. Yes, Paulie? Derrick Henry has carried
6: the ball 30 times or more twice this season, and both in the past month, 30 for 128, 32 for 219. But on the season, he's averaging about, I would say 23 carries, 24 carries a game, yeah. which is a lot in this NFL.
4: Yeah, it is. Overrated. No, <laughs> no, 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 he's not. No-ver-rated. No, overrated. No, no, no. Properly. Yes.
6: Very good chance for a November
4: P. Yeah. Very good chance. You still, you watch him, and it's just different than anybody else. And it reminds me of old school football, where you go back to the 60s in the NFL, maybe even the 50s, And you had a guy like Marion Motley, who was just so much bigger than everybody else. He's just barreling through. Nobody wants to tackle him. When you see guys who are grown men don't want to tackle or they give that effort of, I'm sort of. I remember watching, I think it was Auburn against LSU with Leonard Fournette. And he ran one time and it almost felt like the defensive backs were falling, you know, like turf monster got him They're just falling down because you don't want any part of that. Jerome Bettis told that uh, you know story before where he'd love to hear that guy kind of cry out when they tried to tackle him. There's certain guys where you go, man, that's a man. Yes, Marvin.
7: Those guys were genetic freaks because a lot of those guys were built like guards, but they could also run like a 4-3-40. Yeah,
4: yeah you have to put them at, at running back. You would normally go, well, you're going to be an offensive lineman or you're going to be a defensive lineman or linebacker. Like, nope, you're going to be our running back and you're the biggest guy on the football team. Uh, We say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. You can download the app, you can watch for free. We could never charge you for this. Uh, We say good morning to those on chat row. And uh, also those listening are radio affiliates around the country. Yes, Paul?
6: Quick quiz. How many, uh, name the running backs who have run for 30 or more carries, or carried the ball 30 or more times in a game this year. You got Foreman, you got Derrick Henry. Two other running backs in the NFL have done it this season. One in September, one in October. Can anyone name them?
2: One play for the Vikings?
6: No. One has been banged up this season. But he's a focal point of their offense. Mm. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Bloop, bloop. Okay, Ton. The yeah. other one has been banged up for the past two years and is back. And his team is back-ish. Yeah, Marv. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley oh. had 31 carries for 146 That's against that. the Bears for an right. easy victory. Right. Well, it's Friday. What's up?
4: I know you're killing it.
6: It's Friday.
7: What's up?
4: By the way, you uh, you're honoring the military. You've got your uh, military garb on today, Marv.
7: Yeah, making up for, what was that, Monday or Tuesday? Yeah. Came yeah. in with the uh, wrong gear.
4: Yeah, you came in, and I go, today's not Veterans Day. And you go, it's not? I go, no, but but thank
7: you for your service. I was like, look, I'm I'm paying tribute. My mom was a uh, was a veteran, is a veteran. I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm paying tribute. Thanks, Mom. She was like, yeah, whatever. It's Friday, Marvin. <laughs> I was like, oh. What did your mom do? She was in the Army. Yeah? Yep. Born over in Germany. That's why Rich Eisen's coming, you know, oh, talk about the okay. homeland.
4: Yeah. Okay.
7: You, you Okay. maybe you, not the homeland, but yeah.
4: your mom and Rich Eisen talking uh <laughs> Germany? Hmm. Okay, I didn't think of that.
7: Tons of Schnitzel. Schnitzel?
4: Careful. <laughs> schnitzel talk. Careful. The schnitzel happens. Careful. Easy. You can't th- you know, like Schitzel's Creek. You gotta be careful, Schnitzel. There's an N in there. Dang. Felt like uh, a Friday yesterday on this program. I don't know if today's going to feel like it's Saturday. But uh, once again, Veterans Day, uh, very fortunate that I grew up in a household with a father who was a Marine. And uh, you know, to be able to go to those parades in a small town and you see people who went to Vietnam, uh, if it was World War II, my father was in the Korean War in China, uh, you're just, you know, I'm honored to be around them. And uh, don't take them for granted. And we have, but don't. Certainly those that served in Vietnam.
5: Uh, Anything else that we have there, Seton? Uh, Todd just uh, sent over a couple. that. Mm. It's always concerning when we get a Friday fritzy selection (laughs) of poll questions. But it's just usually so delicious, I can't resist. By the way,
4: I was in the hallway getting ready to come in. Going to get ready to start the show. Uh And Todd goes, look at that. And he had a piece of paper. And I just saw the title. Veteran sports names. Oh. Army, military sports names. Yes, Pauline. I'm going to say no. (laughs) Well, I'm going to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I gave you one sample No, one, no, we gave you one. It one. was great. No, it wasn't, you know, it, it, we're not demeaning anybody here. Thank you for your Scott service. That was the one. Yes. Thank you for your Scott That's service. That's pretty good. I, I like that all one. Well, downhill. Yes, that. I know that. If you led with that one, but uh, yeah, I'm good with that. I, I think that if we can pay tribute and have a <laughs> little fun.
8: Why the hell not on a Friday? Yeah,
4: Pressure's on you. It really is. Yeah. Because they're going to be mad at you if you're like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be paying, sir- you know, sir. And yeah, then it becomes, sir- if it's not good, funny, then disrespectful service. is yeah. what happens. Yeah. Pay your respects there, Todd. Uh, what else do we have, Seton? Anything else?
5: Um, okay. Well, did you want to hit those Todd poll questions that I just oh, mentioned? Oh, or do okay. You want yeah, to yeah. Yeah. Else? I'm
4: sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear Todd. I'm discombobulated today. A little bit. And hey, let's go.
8: More painful experience losing your footing and landing on concrete, surgery with no anesthesia, root canal, watching a Thursday night NFC South game. Take your pick. Where more painful
4: experience? Where's this coming from?
8: Just like a snarky thing about last night, Thursday night football, and on top of it, it's Thursday night NFC South football. Okay, They're taking a shot out of Thursday night NFC, yeah, South but that, football.
4: that's not good. Huh. No, top I mean. I got one other one. You don't need to take a shot at Thursday night football. Except Thursday a shot night itself. Yes, yes.
8: How about this? It's got a lot of choices. I don't even know if we can fit it on the, uh, on, the on the board there. Okay. When I think of Will Ferrell, I think of Anchorman, Blades of Glory, Daddy's Home, Elf, Old School, Semi Pro, Saturday Night Live, Step Brothers, Stranger Than Fiction, Talladega Nights, or Zoolander.
4: Well, I think you could take out Blades of Glory, Daddy's Home. You want to semi-pro I would take out, Saturday Night Live I'd take out, Stranger Than Fiction I'd take out, Zoolander wasn't his movie, so I'd take that out, be Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, Old School, Elf and Anchorman. Yeah, Paul.
6: After reading this list by Fritzy, I would say that Will Ferrell's not a one-movie guy or a one-thing guy oh. in any way that I think everyone on this list would have a personal preference, and it's not like a... You know, Robert De Niro and Goodfellas is his main thing, but he's got a lot of other stuff, too. He's not just a one-movie guy.
4: All right. Thinkable. Todd, I'm going to say Will Ferrell, and you think of?
8: Saturday Night Live.
4: Saturday Night Live.
8: I do think of him on SNL before any of the movies. Doing what? All the different shticks he does. Cowbell and, uh, you know, showing his butt crack and all the silly things he, he's done on okay. Santa. And then I would have Elf right behind that.
5: Seaton, Will Ferrell, you think of? Well, right now I'm thinking of Elf, but... Ask me on another day, and it could be SNL. All right. Marv? I'm going to go with Elf. All right. I guess we
4: got to put Saturday Night Live. I don't think Will Ferrell. I don't think Saturday Night Live when I think Will Ferrell. Paulie, what do you think of?
6: Old school. Mm-hmm. Even though it's an ensemble, I just loved him in that movie. I thought he
4: nailed every scene. I would say Anchorman, just because.
8: Yeah. It, Sounds like this is a good poll question. <laughs> We've got a lot of different choices that people have.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Todd. You got it. <laughs> Uh, we'll figure out our poll question here. Once again, Rich Eisen will join, join us from Germany. Mike Florio will sort through what's going on with the commanders. And Will Farrell will join us coming up as well. Man, I'm stumbling through the first 15 minutes here. Come on, let's go. Shake it off. I got to get going here. There's an
5: football. is kind of Friday. Mm-hmm. Got to get down on Friday.
4: Weekend. Kirk Cousins. How long ago is that?
6: Like 10 years ago that he sang that? Yeah, probably uh, 2011, right before the Big Ten title game
4: against Russ Wilson. Yeah. I think. yeah. Give me a little more uh, Kirk D. Cousins. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend,
2: weekend.
4: <laughs> I don't think he was dancing with his shirt off with chains around his neck singing that. All right, let me take a break. We'll get phone calls coming up. Got a busy schedule here over the next two hours and 45 minutes. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. This message brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information, like your name and your address, from 10 popular people search websites. That could sell your data and do it for free. Activate in the Discover app, see the terms, and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at
7: FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody.
5: Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself.
6: Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon.
4: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Settle on a poll question, get to phone calls. Top of the hour, we'll head to Germany and talk to Rich Eisen for the NFL Network. Buccaneers, Seahawks. If I gave you this quote, would you be able to tell me who is the person giving it, supplying it? Devontae Adams said the following. If you think that the only way I'm going to get the ball is when I'm singled up, then I'm going to have four catches on the year. I think that when you have certain players, you do what you can to get them opportunities, and that's why I'm here. That's why they paid me to come here and make plays. Who would have thought? Devontae Adams, first year of that five-year, $141 million contract, he also said, I don't put anything on the coaches. I think that we've got to do our job. But when I look at the tape... We've had plenty of opportunities. There are plays there. It's really just execution from the players at the end of the day. That's not going to go well. You're 29 years of age, and you got that contract. You wanted to play for the team you grew up rooting for and your good buddy and your neighbor, Derek Carr. Well, this is what you wanted. Could have stayed in Green Bay and dealt with that drama. And I think at the time we thought, all right, you want to go play for the Raiders? Uh, fresh start, something different, not be under the Aaron Rodgers umbrella, cloud of controversy. And you want to play with Derek Carr, your good buddy, college teammate. I get it. But I don't – this is one of those where – and let me uh, – uh, let's see – this was according to Adam Hill, of the Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, I don't know if he had a one-on-one with Devontae Adams, and uh, if he did, uh, but you no, know, it's pretty powerful there. Devontae Adams, yeah, Paul.
6: Is Devontae Adams saying he's not being targeted, not being used? Is that, that like his case? He's being used exactly to the number, the same amount he was, he was used last year with the Green Bay Packers. He's been targeted in eight games, eighty-five times. Last year in 16 starts, he was targeted 170 times. That's the exact number. Mm -hmm. So his number of targets are the same. What's the difference? The quarterback. And so he's catching 50, uh, just over 52 percent of his balls uh, this year. Last year was 74. Yeah. What's the difference? He has a different quarterback.
4: What are Derek Carr's numbers? They're solid. What what's his completion percentage? You know, when you when you play for Josh McDaniels, he loves the quarterback who gets the ball out quickly. Devontae Adams may be saying, Hey, can we can we have
5: a couple of contested throws here? Can you wait a little longer here? Yeah, Satan. I'd be curious to know the difference between uh not total number of targets, but percentage of targets. You know what I mean? Like every are they throwing the ball less and to him more? Or are they throwing the ball more but to him less? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if we have what the numbers
4: uh, bear out, but those are strong numbers that Paulie just mentioned there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Derek Carr is uh, this year has eleven touchdowns, five picks. Uh, seven of his eleven touchdowns are Devonte Adams. He's a sixty-two percent passer, but the you know he his catching his catch percentage is down from seventy-three percent to fifty-six percent this year. Devonte is is that him, or is that the offense, which is a vague? Mm. You know, the ball is going his way. He's the third most targeted wide receiver in the NFL. Why say this publicly? Tyree Hill's doing okay. Tyree Kill went to a new team with a people thought was a lesser quarterback, yeah. and he's the number one wide receiver in the NFL production-wise.
4: Yeah, but why would Devontae Adams say this right now? I mean, you're locked in there. You chose this. Nobody's got any sympathy for you, not that he's asking for it, but you are being targeted, maybe not as much as you had hoped for, I thought he was going to have one of those 150 catches this year. I just thought, all right, you got a tight end. That tight end is injured. Uh, Renfro's been injured. Uh, You know, the offense just hasn't been in sync. And it feels like they got one weapon, and it's Devontae Adams. Yeah, Paul?
6: Seton just asked, what were Devontae Adams' drops for this season? Um, The past two seasons, he averaged 1.4 drops uh, per game. I'm sorry, His drop percentage was 1.4. This year it's 4.7.
4: You got some static coming through on your microphone. Every week.
5: Yeah. Well, we'll work to fix it, Paul. Uh, What's the poll question we have there, Seton? Well, Dan, you know, we could do one off of Devontae Adams and if uh, maybe he, where would he rather be playing right now? Mm. Green Bay or Las Vegas? Yeah.
4: You know, I I do like the uh, Will Farrell one, but I don't know if we do that one. For the final hour when Will is on. Well,
5: that would make the most sense, yeah. Yeah,
4: why don't we do that? How about, what if I told you back yeah. in August?
5: Yeah, that's the one. I sort
4: of like that one.
5: That's the one that we like. Yeah. I mean, you could put Devontae Adams would be unhappy. Right now, Dan, if you're looking at, uh, if I had told you, you want to know what's leading in the clubhouse voting-wise with 35% of the vote, a whopping 35%. Jeff Saturday is the coach of the Indianapolis Colts.
0: Ding, 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 ding. ding.
5: <laughs> You want to know what people are not surprised about? The Literally. Packers? No, the Raiders. Oh, no, you know, I said I wouldn't be surprised. Second place uh, that is, I guess, second most surprising, Jets and Giants would be in the playoff picture. Yeah, I agree with that. But if you said the Raiders were 5-2 and two or 2-5, two and five, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, either one is possible. It yeah. feels like it's more surprising when teams do poorly that you expected to be good rather than a bad team that came out of nowhere and you're like, oh, look at them. That's pretty good. Well, the Packers, is they've lost
4: five in a row. I mean, I didn't think that that would happen. What's the most that Aaron Rodgers has ever lost? And you're losing five in a
5: row and you're in that division? I wonder how many seasons he's gone where he didn't total up five losses. Well, it hadn't, hasn't been recently, but
4: I wonder, when's the last time he lost three in a row? Yeah, more.
7: Yeah, to your point about uh, the Raiders, they were in a really tough division, so I did not see them, like, oh, they could win the division. Like, maybe, but if they won a division, it was going to be at 10-7. and They weren't just going to run rough shots, and so this isn't a surprise, not to me, at least.
4: Well, here's the thing. This was the mothership spent a week on the Raiders in the offseason. And I think everybody got charged up, like, wow, they're spending a lot of time. Now, understandably so, they went toe-to-toe with the Bengals in the playoffs, and you've got a, you know, Max Crosby, you've got a good quarterback, you've got a really good wide receiver, you've got a good tight end, you've got a good slot receiver guy, got a couple of playmakers on defense. Okay. And then you're throwing in Josh McDaniels and, all right, this offense is going to get even better. And I think that's what's surprising there. But you're still in a tough division, and you are the Raiders, uh, and injuries have, have hurt them. You know, Waller's out now, hadn't done much this year. That's disappointing, but that's not surprising. If they were really good or really bad, I would not be surprised because they had the potential to do both. Yeah, Paulie?
6: I know the poll question says, if if, if I told you in August, if you told me November uh, tw- 11th <laughs> that Jeff Saturday was the, the head coach of the Colts, I still don't know if I believe you. This this is still the weirdest story. I saw a stat yesterday that he's the first coach since like 1972 – to take over an NFL head team with no NFL or coaching experience at any level—the assistant, mm. consultant, anything—yeah, wow. Well, he was a high school
4: coach. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, and you know what? He's got the experience to lead men too. Okay, <laughs> what? What if he, what <laughs> why he? Why don't you just back off? <laughs> all right, <laughs> he's been in the trenches. Okay, for fourteen years. Hey, yeah, I know greatness. I've seen greatness. I've been up close and personal with greatness. Yeah. Okay,
7: yeah, Marv, and he broed him. He was like, "I've done this before, bro." Oh, I I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. he broed him. Dang, bro! <laughs> don't ever, don't ever bro me like he, that. I think he broed him a couple of times oh. there. He definitely did. It's like when my son bros me. Don't ever bro me. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, Paul. What if, if Jeff
6: Saturday treats it like a high school game and he has the cheerleaders all standing there? I don't even know if they have cheerleaders in Indy. And they had the big piece of paper with yeah. the sticks on it. And here comes Sam Ellinger running through. Like a high school game.
4: I remember seeing a high school game where they had the the big piece of paper there, whatever it was, and the team tried to go through it, and they couldn't, and they had to go around it, and I thought, that doesn't bode well. (laughs) If if you're the opposition and they can't get through the paper, um, I feel pretty confident. Yes, Todd?
8: Should they have a pep rally on Saturday? Yeah, well,
4: sure. A bonfire. In the community. Yeah, yeah, let's go back Old school. How about Letterman jackets? Everybody, yes, like you got to earn your your letter jacket. I like that for the Colts. Let's go back old school. Hey, look who's here! It's Al in Atlanta. Hi, Al. What's on your mind? How about them Falcons?
9: Good morning, Dan. Two quick appetizers before the main course.
4: All right.
9: How have you never seen Law and Order? It's on every day of the week except for Tuesday and Saturday, and it's on Peacock. I mean,
4: you well, I know watch. it's there. That doesn't mean that I watch it, obviously.
9: Just just one episode. Any Jerry Orbach episode, you're golden. Uh, Secondly.
4: Okay.
9: What are you you saying? All right. Secondly, uh, Will Ferrell, my answer is I got a fever, and the only cure is more cowbell. (laughs) And finally, the meat and potatoes. What the heck was that showing last night from the Falcons? I can't believe it. From the first play with Jake Matthews getting flagged for being ineligible for receiver downfield to just poor passes for Mariota, it was pathetic. And I can't even blame Thursday night football because on Sunday, they had the game in their hands running a fumble back, and they fumble it again when nobody even touches them. I was so pissed off at that. I couldn't even call in on Monday because I, I, I just was, I knew I was going to explode. And I hope hey, Thursday's coming. I know it's a Thursday game, but, hey, the Falcons have beaten the Panthers once, and then they get completely run over by a human tank, which I understand he's impossible to tackle, but just something, a secondary that looks like it's a sieve It was just painful to
4: watch. And, I couldn't and you think. lost to a team that threw for less than 125 yards. Yeah, you're watching the game and you're thinking, all right, maybe the Falcons. I I still think with Pitts and London, you you have really two really good weapons there. But look at Pitts this year as opposed to last year because he had over a thousand yards receiving this year. It's been pedestrian like. You know, you had Matt Ryan last year. You have Marcus Mariota this year, and therein lies the difference. Yeah, Pitts had what. How many catches last year? I know he's on pace for 45 this year. He probably had twice that last year. Do you have his numbers from uh, last season? I know he had over 1,000 yards.
6: Yeah, last year he had 70 catches, 110 targets, though, and 1,000 yards. This year he's on pace for like 50 50 catches. Yeah.
4: And those guys are such weapons in their Big guys, big receivers, pits. Not much offense there. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today?
10: What up, though? One time for chat, bro. Two time for my backroom, room, bros on this Friday. Hey, listen, damn. I put up a post yesterday on Facebook to, and asked, who is the funniest Danette? And mm. believe it or not, mm. I got four different answers, man. It's like, since Seaton moved to the back, he became funnier. You know, Pauly, one, one person said, Pauly is like a sneaky fart you know it's funny but you know you got to smoke then somebody also said that when Todd did the genitals it kind of put you over the top you know what i'm saying so for the most part Todd has been being yeah but yeah but genitals
4: was by accident Todd didn't understand what the guy was I saying. That's
10: The funny part about it, Dan, that's what everybody on chat row kept saying. That the thing about Todd is he's funny when he's funny, but he's funnier when he doesn't mean to be. <laughs> you know, when he comes with the with the girl's voice about why does she call and you know you're not getting my number.
4: You know, you're oh not getting, that you're, was just, all right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, that's where we were at Big Dean's in Santa Monica, and Fritzy was entertaining. A table full of women. And we were like, what is wrong with this picture?
8: Something about that valley girl accent is just uh, (laughs) something endearing in some strange, bizarre way. How did it go? Why are you sitting next to me? You have a ring on your finger. I'm not not going back to your hotel room. Why does that woman have your face on her shirt? Are you famous? (laughs) You're old.
4: <laughs>
8: what happened to your hair? Did you ever have hair? Oh are
5: old. Yeah, I know.
8: That's
4: my, that was my favorite. But, but we walk in, and there's a woman who has Todd's face on her T-shirt. And um, one of our T-shirts... And I thought, okay, that that poor woman doesn't know what's in store for her for the next couple hours. Who
8: are you? That's so creepy that you would have your face on her shirt. Who does that?
4: And then you sat down at a table with, what, three or four?
8: It was her, her sister, and next thing I know, three hours later, and still chatting.
4: (laughs) We left. We were like, Todd, we're leaving. And and you were of course you know asking uh, hey how long's your commute Uh, would you study in school what was your (laughs) major you could be my dad or my grandfather
6: if those girls didn't leave he'd still be there talking
4: probably so yep absolutely. Oh, that—that's my favorite. When that—that girl—and they're probably in their early twenties, weren't they?
8: Are you sixty?
4: This is awkward. <laughs> it was—it was funny. Isn't it
8: past your bedtime? You should go back to your room. <laughs>
5: Steve in. not have an early bird special here. <laughs> <laughs> you get drinks half off. You're so old. What's A R P? Is it AARP?
4: <laughs> uh, Steven Burbank joins us. Hi, Steve. What's on here? Hi. Hi, Steve.
9: I've got a mock headline for Indianapolis newspaper uh, for week 12. They're playing Monday night football. Yeah. It's coach Saturday off Sunday for Monday night football. <laughs>
4: All right, thank you, Steve. And using an announcer voice there, I appreciate that. Uh, Jeff in Atlanta, hi, Jeff. Hey, Dan. Thank, thank you. you for taking my call. Yeah.
8: Um, couple questions. Thanks for what you said about Fred Hickman yesterday. Um, I used to watch headline, you know, CNN Sports every night, and it was fantastic. And just was curious if you could share a story or two. Did you guys hang out with, you know, you and Hannah and Dan Hicks and Cellini and all those people? Did y'all hang out afterwards instead of your when you were off bowling. And um, as far as Will Ferrell movies, uh, this is off the page a little bit, but I love Stranger Than Fiction. It's a little more dramatic from him, and it was a great movie.
4: All right, yeah, Fritzy put that on the list there. Will will join us in the uh, final hour. I did not hang out. um, Vince Cellini and Gary Miller I hung out with, more Gary Miller. I did not hang out. Hannah Storm came after. When I left, Hannah came in. And Dan Hicks came in. So I was not there when those two were there at CNN Sports. But they had a lot of talent and came through there, starting with uh, Nick and Fred. Let's take a break. we got our play of the day up next. We'll settle on our poll question. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
2: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
6: If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could.
5: You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly... Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be
6: average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon.
4: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or, I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well...
2: Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick slash promos. Oh,
1: my God. The play, the play, of, play. of the day. Twitter left side go!
4: Of the day. Check this out.
1: Second down and eight. LaVisca Chenault motions behind the formation. He catches the screen. Chenault's got the 40, 35, 30, accelerating down the sideline. See you later. Touchdown, LaVisca Chenault.
4: That's courtesy of 99.7, the Fox Panthers radio network. I thought he was going to be a great receiver. Wasn't he at Colorado? Colorado, yeah. I thought he was going to be great. And maybe will be, I don't know. The uh, first Panther to uh, have a rushing and receiving touchdown of 40 yards or longer in the same game since D'Angelo Williams back in 2013. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Traeger, the set it and forget it convenience. You can actually watch the game, not the grill. Check out Traeger.com slash DP show to start saving. And remember, use the promo code DP show to get free shipping. More phone calls coming up. By the way, I'm looking at these Devontae Adams numbers here and uh, the quote was pretty damning, basically saying, what am I doing here? Like, this isn't what you're paying me to do and um, he's not getting enough touches here. And he said, oh, if we're going to continue to do it this way, I'm going to end up with four catches. Devontae Adams' percentage of targets is right now a career high. 31, over 31% of the
5: targets... Go to Devontae Adams. Yeah, Seaton. Isn't this sort of classic wide receiver talk, though? Isn't it like, is there ever a receiver in the league who's gotten enough touches? Like, I'm good, actually. I, you know what? <laughs> Let's spread it around a little more. Somebody else. Give them a shot. But when you win, you're okay with it. It's, it's,
4: it's rare when somebody's winning and going, you know, it'd be nice if I got some touches. It's when you lose and then all of a sudden... Now, I like that he thinks he could be a difference maker here, but if you look at the numbers... This is a career high. It, the ball is going to him more than it's ever gone to him. And in the red zone, this is uh, the third best percentage of red zone uh, targets in his career. He's at 37%. He had another year where he was 37.3, another one where he's 40%.
5: He's getting the ball and getting the ball in red zone opportunities. Yes. He... So then what would you say is the big difference here? Like Paul was saying before, you know, new quarterback or is it uh, Devontae Adams? Well, I think
4: there's a there's a combo platter here. I would use the new head coach's philosophy. I would have Derek Carr in here because he's not Aaron Rodgers. And then some of this is on Devontae Adams. Yeah, Paulie.
6: I I would think it'd have to be the quarterback because you could be targeted well and you could be targeted in in a mediocre way. The ball is coming his way, but maybe it's not coming in the right spot or in the right timing. So he's getting the targets, but they're mistimed,
4: misthrown. Well, I think he's probably saying, hey, it'd be nice if you had, don't wait for me to be single covered. Let me fight for it. And this is what Rodgers would do. How many times would you see Rodgers throw a ball where you go, well, that's not like your typical, here's a throw right to you. It'd be back shoulder. It'd be something, you know, off to the sidelines. Whatever it might be, Rodgers, it felt like, was more creative or had more confidence there. Looking at some of the um, point spreads here, the Packers are now four-and-a-half point underdogs. Here is Aaron Rodgers with the verbal bouquets towards Mike McCarthy coming to town.
11: We've always kind of been in touch uh, a little bit more, I'd say, the last year or so. You know, I think as time goes by, the gratitude... For that time as you look back on the journey your career is uh, you know goes up a little bit and you appreciate the little things a little bit more uh, because really this game and life is about the journey and uh, i'll always be uh, be tied with him uh, because of the connection that we had and the years we spent together uh, obviously my longest tenured coach longest tenured play caller um, thankful for those years and thankful maybe a little bit more as uh, the, the years go by
4: You know, there's certain couples that say, you know, we weren't meant to be married, but we're really good friends. You don't share a house, and maybe the less you see, the more you like them. Maybe that's the case. But it did feel like whenever there was a scapegoat, all the fingers pointed to Mike McCarthy. Yes, Marvin.
7: This sounds like I didn't know what I had.
4: (laughs) Until I lost it. Until it was gone.
7: (laughs) Like, you know what, Mike? I really like Matt, but... He's just mm. not you. <laughs>
5: is that Peter Cetera? Or is it Chicago?
7: Don't know what you got until
6: don't it's gone. Know what you got. Is, is that poison? You don't until know what you got no, no, no. until you lose. No, it no. 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 <laughs> no, no.
5: Listen to the, wind the rain.
6: That's
4: Bruce Hornsby. That's right.
6: Yeah, no. thank you, Todd. Yeah, Paul. Don't know what you got till it's gone is a song by Cinderella. A great song by Cinderella. Sorry. It's kind it's of a, air po- it's a it's a power ballad.
4: Oh, there was a band Cinderella. Oh, yeah.
6: They were like a, a couple tiers below poison. Nope. <laughs> okay. I think that's fair. What,
4: what, okay. Power balance.
6: What's a couple tiers below poison? Cinderella. <laughs> we'll find that song. Don't know which it's in that power ballad genre we talked about last week.
4: Okay, but Bruce Hornsby and the range, don't they sing that? Like it feels like that. Is that right, Todd? Yes. All right, thank you. And Lynn Rain. All right. Todd knows his catalog uh chargers uh, seven point underdogs seahawks two and a half point underdogs browns three and a half point underdogs against the dolphins vikings three and a half point underdogs against the bills and the broncos three point underdogs against the titans eduardo in florida joins us hi eduardo
11: good morning mr patrick good morning eduardo I would like to congratulate you and give you kudos on your recognition of those who serve in the military. Yeah, And we are proud of your dad. May he rest in peace. Thank you. Just want to give that thanks out. I've got a couple of questions. I'll make them quick. Um, the last one is for an upcoming guest, which is Mr. Florio, who seems to have a deep hatred of billionaires for some reason. (laughs) I'll save that for the moment. My questions are this, and, and these are for you to discuss. You're the expert. Uh, I, when I think about what's going on with the Buccaneers, they're not having a great season, they're having a lousy season. We seem to be very focused on Tom Brady. I keep looking at the sideline and I see the same faceless expression on Todd Bowles yeah. that I saw when he was coaching the Jets. I see no difference in his approach to the game with the Buccaneers that I did when he was coaching the Jets.
4: Yeah, I think at the end of the year that's when we're going to assess Todd Bowles as the head coach taking over for
6: Bruce Arians. Yeah, Pauline. But we're, we're discussing the pipes on that last caller. It kind of reminds you of uh, remember, uh, is it uh, Paul Harvey, the radio host, Good. combined with the late night guy Art Bell. Art
5: Bell, oh, coast to coast. Coast to coast.
6: Yeah. Kind of a combo.
5: Paul Harvey, Eduardo's got a uh, a future in you know books on tape or something. If you wanted to, He mm. should get into VOs. Mm-hmm. I think we'll look at Todd Bowles at the end of the year, but I
4: don't think this is a great team. I think they have the potential to be a good team. You can win your division, you can get into the playoffs, and here's the other thing: if the Buccaneers win the division, they're going to host a first round playoff game. They're gonna have a wild card game. They could they could have the Cowboys come to Tampa. Or you could have the oh, Giants. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Oh. And and you know, you don't even though the Tampa Bay is not a great team, you don't want to be going on the road to face Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. If you're the Giants or the Cowboys here. All you gotta do, just win the division. Nine wins, all right, we'll take it. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, win the division. You get
6: a home game. Yeah. And right now it'd be Cowboys, Giants, 49ers, commanders, they'd face.
4: Yeah, imagine those teams have to go on the road to play Tom and Tampa. Coming up, Rich Eisen joins us from Germany. Talk about the game. Mike Florio will sort out what's going on with the commanders and the great Will Farrell. Final hour coming up on this meet Friday. One more item, we close out hour one, Simply Safe Home Security. Right now, my listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe Home Security System, 50% off. Biggest offer of the year. You don't want to miss out on it. So many things to love. I've told you about Simply Safe for over a decade. They're great partners on this program. U.S. News and World Report, for the third year in a row, said Simply Safe was the best home security system of 2022. Why not? They got a dynasty going there. Simply Safe, whole home security, advanced sensors for every room. Really, it's whatever you want that's going to make you feel secure. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real. How about 24-7 professional monitoring? Cost under a dollar a day. Also, if they're monitoring your home, they're going to be able to tell if something is serious or not. Therefore, you move up on the priority list with the police dispatch. So many great things. I don't have enough time to tell you everything. SimplySafeDan.com, biggest sale of the year. There's no safe like SimplySafe.
1: It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye. back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey Jeff,